the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips. Good evening, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another edition of The Advocate. Uh, Tonight in the next couple of segments, we're going to be talking about your driver's license and uh, dealing with the State Bureau of Motor Vehicles. There's some changes coming, and we're going to talk about those tonight with Deputy Registrar Aldo Filippelli. Aldo, thank you for joining us tonight. Good evening, Nick. How, how are you doing this evening? Doing great, doing great. It's uh, The summer is flying by already. It really, really is, and I just want to say thank you very much for having this program and making a difference in our community and really reaching out to our community and educating them on the important topics that we deal with day in and day out. So thank you very much. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you. Uh, you know, We try to uh, do things that are educational, at least people listen and they learn something and uh, I found out that's why people listen to this program and uh, tonight's no exception they're going to learn about uh, our driver's licenses and uh, some changes that are coming up let's start right into that I think Mm -hmm. most people listening here they're over 16 and have a driver's (laughs) license there are some changes that Mm -hmm. are coming into effect uh, and many of us don't know what they are unless you've just renewed your license and found out what what's happening here what's new well thank you very much for this opportunity nick to really share with our public uh, the changes with a driver's license Uh, let's first begin why this change is taking place and how it it became Uh, this is a result of 9-11 and in the wake of 9-11 the federal government put together something called the patriot act uh, within the Patriot Act, has asked the states to recertify individuals who have credentials or driver's licenses or identification cards. Uh, so from that standpoint is when we began as a state to find the proper credentials, proper security features to install in our licenses to ensure that we were in compliance. Uh, we took many, many years to go through it, and finally by 2018, we met the standards of what needs to be done and what type of security features need to be on a driver's license. What what are those features that need to be on that we haven't had before? What's new? Well, there are many features on the license, and I really don't want to say too much about what those features are. Or just what we would notice, not the secret security uh, stuff, of course. The the simple things, if you look at your new driver's license, you'll see that the picture or the image on the picture Mm -hmm. is not an actual picture. It's a sketch. Uh, So any type of movement on it will definitely change or definitely change the image of it. Also within the uh, look of the card, you'll see that your signature is at a different place. You also will see that different holograms within the card will have different features within it that have security features from it. Uh, Also, information about yourself will be scattered throughout the card. Uh, so this way it makes it very difficult to duplicate it, while at the same time frame it becomes a very secure documentation. So it shouldn't be subject to like Photoshop copying and 
Correct. Dropping a picture and making a false ID. Correct. Like, did they issue back in the 1970s and 80s when we used to have the Polaroid cards and the Polaroid driver's licenses and they used to take a picture and try to Put shave out the machine. picture? Exactly. <laughs> now, this is very a complex card. It has a lot of major security features, but a lot of time and research into it mm-hmm. to make sure that it's... A, a, it's a resemblance of who you are as an individual. And to make sure that when that card is being looked upon, it's looked upon knowing that it went through all the major authenticities to ensure that the documentation was there to prove who you are as an individual. Now, uh, as a lawyer, all lawyers are automatically notary publics here in the mm-hmm. state of Ohio. And uh, whenever you notarize something, it's, uh, it's expected you're going to ask for a driver's license mm-hmm. to take a look at that. Uh, you mentioned the photograph isn't going to be a true photo, but something like a sketch. No, it is an actual true photo. It's an actual picture mm-hmm. of you, but it's made of sketching. So if you look at it, you really cannot tell the difference between a photo and the actual picture, but it's not a picture. It's actually small dots that have put it together. All right, but you'll at least be able to make out who it is. Correct. And uh, Okay, so we could still check ID cards yes. or check driver's licenses. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Uh, now, to get the new license um, and recertify. I think you mentioned we have to mm-hmm. recertify everyone. What, what all documentation does someone need to bring to the uh, BMV office to get a new license? There's a lot that needs to be brought in. So let's kind of take a step back and kind of understand the timeline and the timeline involved with it. Uh, first off, none of this takes place until after October of 2020. So prior to 2020, you could still have your normal uh, standard driver's license or you could still have your compliant license if you decide to go ahead and get one. And all that does is it allows you the opportunity to aboard an airplane with uh, your normal driver's license or go into a federal building uh, with your normal driver's license. After 2020, in the month of October, everything changes. And what that means to our public is the fact that you no longer could use your standard driver's licenses or any licenses that was issued prior to 2018, I believe July 2nd of 2018, will no longer be used to either aboard an airplane or to even enter a federal building. Uh, so that's a key item to understand. Now, if you do have a passport, you can use your passport instead of your, your, your standard driver's license. But if you choose not to always carry your passport, uh, whether to go to a federal building or whether to fly domestically on an airplane, uh, then after October of 2020, you will need to have the federal compliant driver's license. Now, you brought up a great question, and that was earlier you mentioned what documentations, what steps you need, what requirements you need to have in order to obtain a compliant driver's license. And that's the key part. There's a lot of documentations needed, and I'll kind of take it through both on the uh, male side and female side. But everything begins at the time of birth. And what I mean by the time of birth, everything is based off your birth certificate. So for a male, if you're born, you have your birth certificate. And then from your birth certificate, you have your Social Security card. You want to make sure that both of those documents match. If they do match, the next step is that you need to provide two forms of documentation that prove your address, where you live. And if you have those four documents, 
then you could go ahead and proceed to apply for a compliant driver's license. These would be like utility bills or credit card bills that come into your house? Yes, it's utility bills, credit card bills, but the key item is that it must have your name on it. Mm-hmm. You could have your, your, your spouse's name, you could have your, uh, your kid's name attached to it, but you need to have your name on it as well. Can you use passport uh, for identification for yeah. for getting your new license? Yes, you can. Now, let's say, for example, you do not have your birth certificate, but you have a valid passport. As long as you have a valid passport that matches your Social Security card and two forms of uh, proof of address, mm-hmm. you could use your passport in lieu of your certified birth certificate. Now, for older people uh, who are on Medicare, uh, can they use their Medicare number or do they have to get something with their social on it? Because a lot of things don't have socials right. on it anymore. You have to have your full Social Security number in order to uh, apply for the compliant license. If you do not have the full Social Security number, then odds are you're going to have to apply for the standard until you have that full Social Security number. Uh, there are other documentation you can use, and it's usually done by a case-by-case basis. Mm-hmm. But one example might be would be a, a W-2 form. You know, W-2 may have the full Social Security number on it, or uh, a tax return uh, may have your full Social Security number on it. Uh, but that's something we'll look at case by case to ensure oh. that it meets all the requirements that we're looking for. And, and I say that because I'm not sure I could find my Social Security card from like 19-something, <laughs> so many years ago. <laughs> Uh, so something like a tax form or something that would have your name and your social security number on it would do as well. Correct. And are, are they making these um, cards now? Uh, for example, if I went in today, let's say I had to renew my license and mm-hmm. it's 2019, um, would I be getting the new card? Would I be required to bring in the additional documentation now? Or I don't have to do that yet? No, usually what you have the choice as of right now uh usually look upon your renewal time frame what i always say to our customers if you have a valid passport and your license doesn't expire till maybe 2022 there's mm-hmm. no rush to get everything done because you can use your passport to enter a federal building or aboard an airplane to fly domestically or internationally with your passport however if you want to get this done and have a peace of mind you could Start the process relatively early, start it now. But the key part is that you must have all the documentations. Uh, but if you don't have all the documentation, it does give you time to go ahead and seek out and reach out to the Social Security Administration to get a copy of your Social Security card or go to your local uh, uh, municipality to get a copy of your birth certificate or give time for you to gather the proof of residence uh, with your utility bills or any other type of documentations you have and the key item with the utility bills is that it must be current you can't have a utility bill that's two years old or one years old because things change Uh, you may move or you may have a different location so we need to have something relatively current now uh, when you're issuing driver's licenses now Mm -hmm. in 2019 are you issuing both types depending on the documentation or is there one standard form of license everyone's going to get you will have the option of having one or the other. The option is up to you as a citizen and as a, a person coming in to ch- decide if you want the standard or the compliant. And the same will be hold true after 2020 in October. You still will have the option of doing one or the other. The difference... Well, hold on to that thought on okay. the difference. We're going to take a short break. We're talking to Aldo Filippelli, who's a deputy registrar for the Ohio Bureau of Motor Vehicles in North Royalton, Ohio. And uh, we're talking about the new driver's license requirements that we all need to know about if you want to drive a car in Ohio. 
We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Nick Phillips on WHK, The Advocate. We'll be back after these words. Children, the product of a married couple who were once in love. Unfortunately, sometimes the marriage does not work and parents must get divorced. This is traumatic for the children as well as for the adults. The law firm of Phillips and Millie offers advice and representation in family law matters. Remember, your children are entitled to the utmost consideration when mom and dad have to part. Phillips and Millie, your local law firm on the west side of Middleburg Heights. Telephone 440-243-2800. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select insurance for your insurance needs. You've earned the opportunity to enjoy a leisurely lunch as you sail down a European river enjoying spectacular views and the finest cuisine Portugal has to offer. Even better, you'll move on to Spain and experience the rich heritage of this country. Explore the early influences of ancient Rome. And, since this is a culinary tour, see if their food can surpass the bar that the Portuguese have set for you. And yet, your adventure has not ended, as you will travel to the land of poets, the Emerald Isle. You will see why Johnny Cash sang about Ireland's 40 Shades of Green. More than a tour, an experience worthy of any bucket list. Check out your itinerary on Facebook, Culinary Tour with Jerry Quinn, or go to ChristianExpedition.com. A five-star experience at a three-star price. More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgie provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgie has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgie is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgie's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgie.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgie, H-E-G-Y-I at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful, protecting your body and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what's expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it's up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips and Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips and Millie at 440-243-2800.
Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. Tonight we're talking about Ohio driver's licenses, the changes in the license, and what you need to do to get one. And we're talking to North Carolina's Deputy Registrar with the Bureau of Motor Vehicles, Aldo Filippelli. Aldo, again, thank you so much for being with us tonight. Nick, it's a pleasure being here. And again, thank you very much for the show. It's very important to get this information out to our community, and I appreciate your willingness to, to share this information to everybody. Well, no, thank you so much for being here, uh, and I appreciate the comments, of course. Uh, with uh, driver's licenses, everyone listening pretty much is uh, going to have to get one of these driver's licenses. Just before the break, we were talking about uh, the, the different types of things mm-hmm. that will be on the two different licenses, mm-hmm. so go ahead and finish. One of the things that we were talking about prior to our, to our break was in regards to type of documentation is needed to have your driver's license and really the importance of having the the right documentation in order to get uh, either a compliant license or a standard license. And the key part of requirements that we're looking for to apply for a compliant license, and this is really the key part, is that you must have your full legal name. Uh, That's a very important item to have, as well as the date of birth, your social security number, and then two proofs of Ohio residencies or proof of residency. Well, wait, now, full, full legal name. Does full that legal name. Middle initial enough or you have to have your full middle name? Full legal name that matches your, your birth certificate. Or so that would be the middle name. The middle name, one. correct. And then women who are married? Well, that's the other option I yeah. wanted to, to get into and talk a little bit about because that's one of the biggest questions that we get day in and day out is in regards to our female counterparts. Uh, with their situations a lot different. Uh, the hard part with females is that you go from the start of birth, which is their, their birth certificate, and then in time either they get married or have a change in name or have some type of situation that changes their name. And so they're supposed to inform Social Security Office of those changes and change it. But what happens from there is that when they come to our agency to apply for the compliant license, they may bring their, their birth certificate they have their social security card and they have two proofs of residence. But the issue comes into this is that the social security card has been changed, but the birth certificate still has their previous name. And so now we need the document that shows what caused from one change to the other change. And that could be either a marriage certificate, could be maybe a divorce, or even a petition through the courts of a name change. But we need to show the difference between the two. And there's been many scenarios where we have a situation where a person was married, uh, then divorced, then remarried. You still have to have all the connections, all the documentations there to connect each and every one. Mm-hmm. So in law, we'd call that a chain of evidence. Correct. And you're going to have to, uh, so if you were divorced two or three times, you're going to have to have all those divorce records to show what your current name is and walk you through how you've gotten from your birth name to your current name. Yes. That sounds like that's going to take a lot of time. Do people schedule appointments to come in to do this, or do they just wait in line? <laughs> no, right now they come in line and, and pick a number and wait. Mm-hmm. One of the exciting things that we're piloting in the state of Ohio is a new queuing system. And this queuing system will allow you to stand in line by going through your telephone apps. Uh, it's something that's we're piloting right now. It's being worked on. And we're hoping that this may be the answer of coming to an agency and not waiting a long time in at the agency and allowing you the opportunity to do other things while 
we have your name in line. Oh my! So, so it's something brand new that we're working on. We just announced it yeah. last week. When when will that be available? Well, we have it at. I would say, I think six different agencies right now. Mm -hmm. We're piling in it, seeing how it works, understanding the process of it. If things work well, hopefully within the year. But again, please understand, this is only a pilot. A pilot test. A pilot test right now. Well, how it would work would be, uh, I'm thinking out loud here, but uh, you'd get a uh, an app on your smartphone, mm -hmm. and uh, you could get in line virtually uh, on your iPhone, wherever you are, and would that give you a countdown in minutes as to when you might be ready? or Just to understand the way the pilot works and kind of give you a little background, and you're pretty much on the right path, Nick, is the fact that you will have an app on your iPhone. Mm -hmm. On the iPhone, you have a chance to say, well, here's the agency I want to go to. It gives you the wait time at that agency, and then click, boom. And then at that time frame, you put yourself in line. Now, you have a four-hour window to attend that agency. Mm -hmm. Once you walk into that agency, there should be some type of kiosk or some type of pad there. You go to that pad and register stuff into that pad saying that you're now here. Once you're here, and then we'll put you right in line. You may be the third person in line. You may be the fourth person in line. I don't know exactly where they're going to put you in that line, but you're relatively right up front. But you're not going to be involved with waiting uh, one of 20 people or Correct. 30 Correct. You know, well, that, that's good. So hopefully there'll be an explanation so the people who registered on their smartphone will be able to walk up to the front of the line without getting dirty looks, I would think. So. Well, we hope so. Uh, again, Sounds this is good a, for us who do that stuff. Right. This is just a pilot, and we're working through the pilot. It's a great tool, great technology tool. We, we're very, very excited about the opportunities with it. We're also very excited about the convenience it will give to mm -hmm. our customers uh, for the state of Ohio, and it's something that we're trying to really make a difference. We understand there's a wait time. We appreciate your willingness to understand the situation, and as you mentioned beforehand, Nick, there are a lot of documentation that we have to go through now to certify that's who you are for your compliant license. In addition to that, the customer has to fill, fill out a documentation writing down their name, their information, and all their vital information about mm -hmm. themselves. Mm -hmm. So that does take time as well. So prior to the complying license, it usually would take on an average five to six minutes to renew a driver's license. Now with this new standard, it could take anywhere between 20 to 25 minutes to renew one driver's license or mm -hmm. to apply for mm -hmm. a compliant license. And we are sensitive to that, and many of the agencies are trying to find steps to uh, really expedite that type of service, and they're doing a great job in doing that. But we are using technology, repository technology, to really find ways to better service you and to, and to provide you a better experience at all the agencies. For people who aren't planning on traveling on airplanes or going out of the country or anything, um, I, I'm sure if they're listening, they don't do that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. They're thinking, why do they have to get a um, compliant driver's license. Uh, there, there's still not going to be any option. Everybody's going to have to have this. Right? Well, you still have the option, and that's a great question. Even after even October 20? Even after October 2020, you still mm -hmm. have the option to have the standard and the compliant. The only difference is after 2020, if they want to attend a federal building, they must have some type of documentation that was issued by the federal government, whether it's your passport or passport a pass card, mm -hmm. uh, you need to have one of those two documents in order to enter. So a compliant Ohio driver's license issued by the state of Ohio 
would still qualify as a federal identification to enter, if it's compliant. Yeah, to enter the building and to board an airplane. Otherwise, okay. if you have a, a, a passport and you're not doing any flying and you're not looking to go into a federal building, technically you really don't need okay. to apply for a compliant now, license. Now just a, a family question. You know, mm-hmm. uh, People who don't go flying on airplanes uh, around the place, if they're uh, going up to Niagara Falls, Canada, uh, will the compliant license get them across the border back and forth? You still need a passport. Oh, even for that? Okay. You still so, need the passport. So this is restricted to just airplanes as a requirement for that and a 9-11 type follow-up. Correct. Well, is, we have a couple minutes to go. Anything else coming up in the future? This besides, this is pretty dramatic. This is the biggest change we've seen in 25 years. This is a major change. In addition to the driver's license, in the past, we used to issue the license right on the spot. Mm-hmm. The difference now is that you're going to receive an interim documentation that has your picture and information on it and receive back your old driver's license. Uh, and then within the next 21 days, you receive your new compliant license that's mailed to you. And that's why it's extremely important to have the proof of residence because that's where your documentation and that's where your credential will be mailed to you. Uh, so in the meantime, you could still use the interim document mm-hmm. and your current uh, driver's license given back to you as a form of identification. But please understand that you're receiving your new credential through the mail and that envelope is just a normal standard envelope. So sometimes people tend to say, you know, this might be junk mail and throw it away. Be cognizant of it and please check your mail. It will have the return address, won't it? It it may not. Oh my. It may not. Be careful. Correct. Well, Aldo Filippelli, Deputy Registrar, State of Ohio, Bureau of Motor Vehicles. a long title. Uh, thank you so much for explaining this to us. And uh, if you want to listen to Aldo again, you can go on whkradio.com and listen to the podcast. And uh, you can hear the story of what to do with your driver's license all over again. So, Aldo, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Nick, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for what you do. You really, truly make a difference. You do a great job educating the public, and we're very, very honored to have you in our community. So thank you for your excellent work. My goodness. I have to say, I haven't paid you a penny for that, right? (laughs) Thank you so much. No comments. (laughs) No comments. Well, thank you. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK. The Advocate will be back after these words. I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs you've earned the opportunity to enjoy a leisurely lunch 
as you sail down a European river enjoying spectacular views and the finest cuisine Portugal has to offer. Even better, you'll move on to Spain and experience the rich heritage of this country. Explore the early influences of ancient Rome. And since this is a culinary tour, see if their food can surpass the bar that the Portuguese have set for you. And yet, your adventure has not ended as you will travel to the land of poets, the Emerald Isle. You will see why Johnny Cash sang about Ireland's 40 shades of green. More than a tour, an experience worthy of any bucket list. Check out your itinerary on Facebook, Culinary Tour with Jerry Quinn, or go to ChristianExpedition.com. A five-star experience at a three-star price. You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful, protecting your body and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what's expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it's up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips and Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips and Millie at 440-243-2800. Children, the product of a married couple who were once in love. Unfortunately, sometimes the marriage does not work and parents must get divorced. This is traumatic for the children as well as for the adults. The law firm of Phillips and Millie offers advice and representation in family law matters. Remember, your children are entitled to the utmost consideration when mom and dad have to part. Phillips and Millie, your local law firm on the west side of Middleburg Heights. Telephone 440-243-2800. More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgie provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgie has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgie is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgie's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgie.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgie, H-E-G-Y-I at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. In uh, the next two segments, we're going to be talking about what's going on in the Middle East, uh, specifically what's going on in Iran and what the United States is doing about it and uh, what uh, the other countries in the region feel about it to Join us tonight talking about the issue is uh, David Rubin, former mayor in Israel. He's calling to us tonight from Israel. Uh, mayor Rubin, how are you? I'm fine. Good to be with you, Nick. Good to be here. Where are you calling from tonight? I am in the heart of Jerusalem. Oh, very good. Right in the the heart of Israel, uh, the hot spot, uh, one of the hot spots of the, the country. As I mentioned to you before the interview, uh, we were in Israel, oh my, about a week or so ago, and it was indeed hot. Uh, I'm glad to hear the temperatures are cooling down a bit. Well, temp- temperatures have cooled down quite a bit. It uh, doesn't mean that everything in the news has cooled down. No, we, we had the distinct feeling that uh, there was tension in Israel when we were there, uh, just because of the location. Tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, you're an Israeli citizen. Have you always lived in Israel? No, I'm ac- actually, I was born and raised in a place called Brooklyn that you may have heard of. You're the Brooklyn and I, I, I have been in Israel for 27 years. 
know, I've certainly uh, made my life here and and uh, have been very involved in the country. Uh, but I'm, a, I'm originally from the States. I'm a dual American and Israeli citizen. I hold both citizenships. Do you get to come back to the United States often? Well, I come back on speaking tours. I've, I've spoken all over the United States in about 40 of the 50 states, and I continue to do so because I have an important message to get out there and, and uh, a lot of uh, good people who are willing to hear it. And uh, I noticed from your, your background, you were a mayor of a, a city called Shiloh. Is that right? That's correct. Shiloh. Uh, we call it Shiloh in Hebrew, but mm-hmm. that's okay. We could call it Shiloh for our purposes here. Uh, the, I, I know that there are 65 cities or towns in the United States called Shiloh, uh, you know, which speaks volumes about the biblical foundations of the United States of America. But uh, anyhow, we're the original, and right. we're, we, we, uh, you know, we're the first capital of ancient Israel in the time of Joshua and Hannah and Samuel the prophet and, uh, you know, incredible biblical stories here. Uh, but since uh, the, the land of Israel uh, came back into our hands in the 20th century, and we, you know, we now have sovereignty here again, and the state of Israel was reestablished, so... Uh, the the biblical heartland of Judea and Samaria, the so-called West Bank, has been settled again. And yes, I did have uh, the privilege of serving as a mayor uh, for a couple of years. And about a year after that, I was wounded in a terrorist attack along with my three-year-old son uh, when our, our car was ambushed by Islamic terrorists who were on the side of the road shooting with AK-47 assault rifles, I got shot in the leg, my son got shot in the head, oh and thank God the bullet uh, that went into his head and through his neck missed his brainstem by one millimeter. And that, that was uh, quite a traumatic experience for, for us both. Uh, we, uh, we managed to get away from the terrorists, not easily. And I, I tell the entire story in a couple of my books that I've written since then. Uh, but I, I, I knew after that attack that something good had to come out of it. And what eventually did come out of it was the Shiloh Israel Children's Fund, which uh, uh, has therapeutic and educational programs for children in the biblical heartland of Israel. And, and these are... Uh, terror victim children uh, because the the disproportionate amount of terrorism in our part of Israel has has uh, really afflicted a lot of families so 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 that's what we do that, that that's what the Shiloh Israel Children's Fund does and we have people that stand with us around the world and uh, so I so if I'm giving you my background, so that's a, a big part of it. Why, why sure. Well you, well, you mentioned a terrorist attack, and I'm, I'm picturing it was, I'm imagining or assuming that it was probably near uh, your, your town of, of Shiloh. Um, well, it was, between, it was between Jerusalem and Shiloh. It was on the road that goes up through Samaria from, from Jerusalem. 
Heads up north toward Galilee? Well, it's in that direction. In that direction, uh, you'd okay. Have to, you would have to drive for about two and a half hours to get up to the Galilee, but uh, to get up to Samaria from from Jerusalem is about an hour. Well, again, our, our, our trip to Israel is it's really amazing to get the sense of the distances between the different cities and those biblical names that you mentioned. Uh, with with Israel and being there the 20-some years that you were there, uh, here we're, we're not faced with what Israel is faced with, and it seems like there's that constant tension uh, in that in that country. And we noticed a lot of military people, even off-duty military people, uh, with weapons and so on. There, it seems like everyone's ready for an attack at any moment. Uh, was that just a, a false perception from us, or is the country on edge rather constantly? Well, it, it was a false perception, and it was also an accurate perception. And I know that certainly sounds like a paradoxical, contradictory statement. Well, good answer. You can't uh, go wrong. <laughs> go ahead. But it's the truth. But it's, it's the truth. Uh, uh, people in Israel just go on with their lives. We're very resilient people, uh, even though we know that there's always a threat of terrorism and always a threat of war. Uh, but but when when soldiers walk walk through the streets, it makes me feel good uh, because I I know that they're, that they're there to protect us, that they're there to protect the citizens of Israel. Uh, so so I, I look at it with you know my reaction is different, uh, but we are always aware. We're we're always aware and we're always alert and and we have to be. Well, we did see a armed police uh, in Jerusalem, and it did give us a sense of comfort that there was some law and order readily available there. Uh, but, uh, but that, as it may, I, I know you wrote a book called Trump and the Jews. What, uh, what is that about? Right. Well, the, the writing of the books came out of the Shiloh Israel Children's Fund. You know, it's because uh, because I, I I began to. Uh, to be speaking out about things in Israel and because I'm, my main thing is being in defense of the children and the children who have suffered so much. Uh, so I started to speak out on the political issues as well. And 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 before I knew it, I was writing uh, books and articles all about Israel and about, uh, about everything going on, the terrorism and the, uh, the challenges facing uh, not just Israel, but Judeo-Christian civilization as a whole, Western civilization. And I, so, so yes, my most recent book is called Trump and the Jews. And I, I, I took two, two very controversial and, uh, newsworthy topics. And, uh, you know, the Israel and the Jews, because, I mean, Trump and the Jews because uh, President Trump came into office uh, with great controversy. I mean, he was controversial from the second he started running. Of course. Uh, uh, but, but the Jewish people are also pretty controversial. You know, we have a lot of people in the world that, uh, that, that have that, that reflex anti-Semitism, and some of them are in Congress right now. Uh, we we have uh, a lot of people that, that that love us and stand with us, and then there are a lot of people in between who are very confused. 
So the relationship between Trump and the Jewish people and Israel uh, is, is just a, a fascinating relationship that's rooted in, in Trump's background uh, growing up in, in New York and working in New York for so many years. It's a complicated relationship, and I, and I wanted to explore it and, and really report to people about what the facts are. Well, let, let's talk about those facts in a few moments. We're going to take a short break now. We're talking to Mayor David Rubin uh, from the city of Shiloh. We would call it Shiloh in Israel. And we're talking about the relationship of the United States uh, and President Trump and Israel and what's going on in Iran right now. So we'll take a break. We'll be back after these words. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. Don't go away. We'll be right back. More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgie provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgie has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgie is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgie's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgie.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgie, H-E-G-Y-I at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select insurance for your insurance needs. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with our final segment of The Advocate for tonight. Again, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're talking about the Middle East tonight. We're talking about what's going on in the Middle East. Um, and we're, we're talking about it specifically from the Israeli point of view. And with us, we have a former mayor of a city in Israel, David Rubin. Uh, mayor Rubin, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. You know, in the last segment, we were talking about uh, you know your experience with terrorism and uh, being a victim of terrorism directly. 
as well as setting up a foundation for children who are victims of the attacks. Are, are these children any children living in Israel or, or just Jewish children or just uh, does their background make a difference to the children who are supported by the foundation? Well, it, it makes a back. It, it, it definitely makes a difference. Background definitely makes a difference because it's only Jewish children that are being attacked. It's only only Jewish children uh, who are attacked as civilians, and uh, and are attacked intentionally. So, I think that that point has to be made very clearly. You know, you you hear a lot of the anti-Israel people. Uh, here, here and there, speaking about how uh, Israel is attacking children. Well, Israel doesn't attack children, and uh, you know, unless there are, if if there are teenagers who, are, who and there very often are Arab teenagers who who you know have have guns and or have rocks and and attack Israeli civilians, uh, so. So certainly Israel is going to attack them back, but, uh, but you know we have a right to defend ourselves. But there, there is no situation, there never has been a situation of Israelis attacking Arab children for no reason. Uh, but but our children certainly are attacked constantly, and and the the amount of terror victims. You know when I say terror victims, I'm not just talking about the children. Uh, the Israeli children who've been physically uh, killed or wounded. I'm, I'm talking about uh, Israeli children who have been psychologically traumatized. Whole communities have been psychologically traumatized from all the terrorism uh, that has occurred. Is terrorism somewhat uh, at a stable level, or is it increasing, or is it decreasing? Um, we, we didn't experience or see any of it when we were there. But that was only a week, a snap, a mere snapshot. Uh, what's right. No, we we have had a number of quiet weeks uh, recently, mm-hmm. and and that's only because the Israeli army is is doing what it's supposed to do. The the, the Israeli government, uh, the political leadership, has been directing the Israeli army to uh, go into the Palestinian Authority controlled areas uh, when necessary. Uh, to go in and and uh, and uh, being ve- to be very preventive and proactive in in preventing terrorist attacks before they occur. Uh, so so th- so yes, it's for that reason uh, that the terrorism has been at a lower level recently. Well, and, and that's internally what's going on in Israel, but the, more in a geopolitical sense in that region. Recently, we just had some ships. Uh, being victimized by mines set on the ships and uh, Iran being involved. What What is your take on the role of Iran in the region and, and what's the significance of what we're seeing now in the Persian Gulf? Well, it's obvious that Iran is the bad player here. Uh, Iran has uh, attacked Saudi oil tankers. They've attacked Saudi oil fields. They haven't done it by themselves each time. Uh, very often they use their surrogates. They use their surrogates like the Hamas terrorists or the Hezbollah terrorists or the Houthi terrorists. And uh, sometimes it's just the Iranian Revolutionary Guards that do it. So uh, we, we've seen this. There's a pattern. 
and they can deny it all they want, but the, the, the pattern is there, it's obvious. You know, after the, the recent attack, uh, the, you have to realize what was going on there. I mean, the, uh, the Iranians, uh, they, they typified the Israeli term chutzpah. Oh, yes. I don't know if you know what that means, or most Americans know what that means. Mm, There's a lot of cockiness uh, there. Yeah, it's it's just having a goal to do to do things that shouldn't be done, and uh, so so what so so their chutzpah, their nerve, is defined by what they did recently, which is when the prime minister of Japan, Prime Minister Abe, uh, went to. Iran to meet with the Iranian regime to try and lower the tensions between Israel, between the United States and Iran, and and while he was visiting in Iran, the Iranians attacked a Japanese tanker, a Japanese oil tanker that was just trying to do business and do you know performance duties of of traveling through the Gulf of Oman uh, in order to. Uh, to deliver oil, and so so they attacked that tanker, and then shortly, and of course they they denied it. They they said they don't know who did that and and all this nonsense, and and then afterwards, uh, the uh, United States intelligence revealed a video which showed the Iranian Revolutionary Guard in a small boat uh, going to retrieve. A mine that 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 didn't explode to retrieve it from that ship. Now, you know it's a, it's a, it was just so obvious, and so, so how, how can they deny it? They were caught red-handed by that video. That video, and I've seen the clearer pictures of it now. It's uh, for those who can recognize that kind of vessel and, and those individuals. Is there any question at all but that it's Iranian? No, it's clearly Iranian, and uh, Secretary Pompeo verified that. Uh, so, you know, this is the this is the game that the Iranians play. They've they've been lying for years. Uh, Israeli intelligence revealed the lies, and and revealed their their program, exposed their uh, nuclear uh, weapons program, their nuclear bomb program. And it's, it's all clear. It's all out in the open now. And any, anyone who's uh, who, who denies that they are in pursuit of nuclear weapons and they are the main aggressor in the Middle East, uh, well, they're just kind of putting their heads in the sand and doing so at their own risk. Well, what what do you believe Iran's strategic goals are with regard to Israel? Well, I sum it up in uh, with regard to Israel. I sum it up in one word: destruction. Uh, they they want to destroy Israel. They said it very clearly. They chanted "Death to Israel." The Ayatollah, their su- supreme leader, as they call him, uh, he chanted himself. So so as far as Israel is concerned, they are very very clear. Uh, they're also very clear on on what they intend to do in the Middle East as a whole, uh, and and that could be summed up in one word, which is dominance. Uh, they want to control the Persian Gulf. They want to control the Gulf of Oman. Oman. They want to control the Strait of Hormuz, uh, the main waterways uh, that carry the the oil tankers through that are delivering oil 
that provide heat and gasoline for countries around the world. Well, there's more to come with regard to uh, what what's going to be happening in your region. Uh, and the name of the book, by the way, is called Trump and the Jews. Where, where can people get that book? Well, people can just go to Amazon. Amazon.com and type in the, the name of the book, which is, as you, as you said, Trump and the Jews. Well, hopefully that will give us uh, an additional viewpoint as far as what's going on. But uh, as I may have mentioned, is that when we were there, there was so much support for Trump uh, uh, in Israel, uh, from the cab drivers to the servers in the restaurants. Uh, we, we don't go out looking to talk about politics when we're visiting countries, but uh, it, it seemed interesting. We did see the U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem. It seemed very stable and well-established. Uh, no problems there, I presume. Well, politics is always in the air. Uh, because we're a country that is rich with meaning and life is rich with meaning here and uh, there's no way to avoid it the politics you know is is always in the air we always live it uh, but we do go on with our personal lives as well well it, it seemed that life was going on at a somewhat normal pace we it was probably us feeling a little nervous about it but I think we had a very good time in Israel very uh, very interesting visit so, uh, in any event, uh, Mayor David Rubin, thank you for joining us tonight, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing your book. Okay, thank you. Take care. Bye now. Okay, right. have a good night. Thank Bye -bye. you, and thank you for listening. We'll be thank back you. next week, same time, same station. So, until then, have a great week. Good night. And I sat and watched the Zanzibar sunset Sat and drank my fresh mint tea With nothing to do until morning And only my mind for company Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.